Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen. Andy's still on vacation, so we bring back our third host, our number one sub, the third man or sixth man. I don't know. I guess there's only three of us. So third man off the bench, Mr. Matt Rooney. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy uh, after, I'm, I'm not happy Aaron Rodgers has COVID per se. Like, I'm, I'm, I hope he's okay and all that. But I saw the news this morning and then went to one of my uh, my spots where I place wagers and they still had the Chiefs minus one up. So I, I got that line and I'm I'm very thrilled that I have Patrick Mahomes minus one against Jordan, home against Jordan Love and the Packers. Good, good, good morning for me. How about yourself? Well, it's also good, right? Because you're a Bears fan. Anything bad that happens to the Packers is good. It's, you know, I don't want, I'm not, you're not going to get me to say that much, but uh, I don't like the Green Bay Packers. I'm a diehard Bears fan. And yes, it, it, it you know, I, I don't, I don't like when good things happen. I want to say that. The NBA was still pretty good. I continue the sound of me knocking on wood, my little win streak here during the middle of the season. Now I did bet all your hockey stuff. I didn't have a chance to go back and look how to hockey go. Did we, we hit our parlay? Uh, my, I don't think we my did. Pit, my, the parlay did not hit. My my one and a half picks went one and one. I was actually pretty okay with the performance of the Wild. Uh, the Wild won five to four, but they outshot the Senators something like 40 to 22 or something like that. The Flames actually lost in overtime, but they outshot Nashville like 45-23. So, well, necessarily the results weren't there. I was okay. I mean, you outshoot the, your opponent two to one and you lose. Sometimes you just have to tip your cap to the other team and the other goalie and that's just that's just hockey uh, hockey luck but one and one with my uh with my plus picks and then the, the parlay pit picks did not hit the red wings one was never close but that's what you get sometimes when you when you take an alt line plus 320 that's that's not gonna hit all that often now was there anything else going on last night i know the tuesdays are usually pretty quiet in sports and i i don't was there was there is there anything else that we had to cover here before we jump into today no dan was uh dan was pretty silent Island chats last night so i'm assuming that meant uh, he wasn't paying attention to sports or anything so i can't imagine uh, too much went on but daniel congratulations, congratulations. Well your, your team, let's, let's give him a quick round of applause here producer dan and our uh, one of our bosses austin they're they're braves or world series champions and i hit my braves future how about that i had my, my series felica gave out the braves producer dan big braves fan andy somewhere counting his braves money i think i've got mm-hmm. some brave stuff out there somewhere it is a little bit of the bummer that the braves won the world series and you go to espn.com you click on it and it says aaron Rodgers. you scroll down yep. and there's some college football stuff and tucked over there to the yep. right the Braves are world champions. So even even last night, I didn't. I wasn't watching at the very beginning. I was. Uh, I had the end, the end of finish up the end uh, end of an episode of Succession, that that TV show. But I went to ESPN.com to see you know at seven fifteen or whatever to to see the score. And it's the top news, breaking news. CFP releases top four, you know, rankings, and then you have to scroll down to see that the Braves are, you know, zero zero, and Max Fried just got himself out of a first inning jam. I thought that was a little bit interesting that you didn't have the uh, the the World Series deciding game potentially as your as your leading story, but it's okay. I did watch a little bit of the game. Now that I'm being honest, it was it was a fun watch. It was a lot like the games we've seen in the series. A bunch of runs. You know, baseball is more fun when they're scoring runs. A lot could be said about how they used to do that, but it's, and who knows? I'm sure we'll hear years later about some sort of other nonsense. But mm-hmm. it's just fun to watch two teams score runs. You know, the Braves come up, they score three. The Astros kind of put a little pressure on the next few innings or two, but it did seem pretty comfortable. The Braves got back into, I think, focusing on hitting as opposed to trying to hit home runs. 
one, something I think we talked about a little bit between the three of us pre-show. So it was a pretty fun series, a fun postseason overall. And my favorite thing, Matt, no more baseball. <laughs> I'm a little bit sad that we don't have any more baseball. I'm, I'm looking forward to March when the when my White Sox come back around. But hey, we won both of the bets we gave out on this show yesterday, so I take that as a, as a, as a win for us as well. We gave out the Braves team total over. We gave out the Braves money line. That's a that's a win for Brown Bag bets and for Dan and for the Braves. That's it's good good with me. We love it. The Braves, kudos to all of our friends that had Solaire bets. I don't think we gave that out, but a bunch of people had those. But enough of that, enough baseball. Let's move on to something I do like, the National Basketball Association. Big night tonight. It's Wednesday, so no TNT nonsense. We've got a slate jam packed full of games. Three lucks for me right now. There's a couple other that I was kind of pondering, and we'll talk about another one of those when we get to our prize picks entry in just a minute. But Can't we'll start with the Blazers team. That's right. We've got to have a tease, kids. That's professionalism. Um, Blazers, team total under uh, much has been said by me and now other people, and it seems to continue to pile up here. But the Blazers just not really kind of seeming to have it this year. No matter what you think about Dame Willard, he's not putting up numbers in the consistent way that he used to. C.J. McCollum has struggled. The whole team has struggled. And again, whether it be their attentions be elsewhere, as Dane might possibly be considering a trade, or the fact that Chauncey Billups in his first year coaching is not what you want to bring into a team full of veterans that have been together for three to four years. That's just too much cohesiveness for a first-year coach, I think, to go in and kind of unravel and work with. Either way, the returns have been very poor in Portland. They go into Cleveland tonight. I did think about backing Cleveland here on the spread, um, but just the number wasn't as big as I wanted it to be. It's right around five and a half or six, I believe. So instead, I'm looking at a Blazers team total under here, 110 and a half. It's a number that the Blazers have struggled to go over. You go back and look at Cleveland particularly. They've been a solid defensive team. They played a very slow pace. I like the matchup here. Again, Cleveland being at home where they generally play much better. Again, I don't mind if you want to take Cleveland in some way, but as I look at this, just the bigger edge to me is on this team total under. The Blazers have struggled. The Cavaliers have been a great under team all year. Again, the spread here, it's actually down to four and a half. So I think this is just a much better angle as a way to kind of fade the Blazers on their last game of their road trip. We are going to take another underdog here. The Orlando Magic are catching six and a half points hosting the Boston Celtics. I'm going to keep fading the Celtics. I don't think that their numbers at all bear out to what I'm seeing in terms of their power rating and the markets. You, know, you can take a look at the closing lines to get an idea of what the betting markets are doing. And they have the Celtics much higher than I do from just an eye test perspective. I do from a statistical perspective. Talking to people, this team is just really struggling. You see last night, Marcus Smart, in the last couple of days, he's been talking, kind of complaining a little bit. We finally have some infighting there. Again, another veteran team, not so much a veteran team, but a team that's been around and together for a couple of years trying to figure out life with a first-year coach. I'm happy to continue to go against this team, especially with the Magic, a team that I was kind of bullish on before this year. It's just a very young, talented roster. They've been staying competitive in games and, and starting to finally win a game or two every once in a while. They finally snake one against the Timberwolves. That was pretty impressive the other night. So I like where Orlando's going. It's a team headed up versus a team headed down. I look at my ratings even before considering all this stuff. I really struggle to have this game less than Magic plus four and a half. Uh, so pretty happy here to take the plus six and a half and i think there's even a seven starting to pop up so we'll take the magic there and then one total going a bit against the grain here unders have been fantastic in the nba they're hitting it like a 60 percent plus win rate the numbers are starting to correct you've just seen 
sort of a combination and a flurry of the change in foul rules um, leading to less free throws, less possessions, um, teams sort of struggling at the beginning of the year. And then you kind of have all this piling up on, on top of the fact that with fans are in, you have lower shooting percentages, we're starting to see more injuries. I think these things have kind of balanced out and it's time to finally start to take some overs, specifically for certain teams. The Knicks and the Pacers have been fantastic teams this year scoring the ball i look at this matchup i think that you know despite what you kind of know tom thibodeau teams to be this should be a pretty quickly paced game there's a lot of matchups for either team that i like julius randall should put up a lot of points tonight demontis sabonis i think is going to have a good night evan 48 and some of the Knicks guards if you want to try to pick a couple of those for say dfs or something like that would be a great look it should be an up-and-down game. There should be a bunch of threes put up here. I, I just think we're going to see points in bunches in here. I have this total at about 223, almost 224. So happy to grab over 217. So a total, a team total, and a spread, Matt. You, uh, first off, I whenever I see Knicks and over, I get a little bit surprised because I'm just so used to the, you know, the Tom Thibodeau teams. It's and a brand-new year. If you if you have that as as low or you have have your total with your numbers as high as it is two seventeen seems like value. I'm a little bit surprised you didn't have a have a Bulls Sixers play on there given we got the Chicago Philadelphia connection here six and one versus five and two. You got anything? If on you that? can guarantee me who's going to play, yeah, sure, I'll give you a bet if you can tell me who's actually going to be on the floor. <laughs> Fair enough. I I think it should be a fun game, pretty competitive. There is you no know, Joel Embiid if he plays should do very well against Vucevic. Although Vucevic at the same time can kind of make him work a little bit. That'll be a fun matchup. The Bulls guards kind of overwhelm some of the Sixers guards. I know we're going to be with that Tobias Harris, which is really my concern there. So I actually lean towards the Bulls. I think they have a chance, especially if Embiid's kind of 50-50. Maybe take some Bulls now or take some Sixers now. If Embiid's out, take some Bulls later kind of thing. But I think overall it's a good spot for your Bulls to take down the Sixers. I'll probably I'll probably sprinkle a little bit on there. There I saw the money line about plus one ten, plus one fifteen someplace. I'll probably probably have my money there. A little plus money on my on my bulls to win. I like it. Uh, I have some hockey plays for us. Like I said, ice ice wasn't terribly kind to me last night, but we went one and one on on our plus money bets. Uh, I, I'm going to the Blackhawks game tonight, so I did throw a a Blackhawks bet in there, but I'm probably going to make a different one more more in favor of them. Uh, to, to give me some rooting interest, but I'll, I'll start in Edmonton. Uh, we, we went against the Predators last night. They won in overtime. Uh, they were outplayed against the pretty fast, tough uh, Flames team, and that, that was a tough game for them playing the extra few minutes in overtime. I'm going to take the fresh Edmonton Oilers laying the one and a half at home. Team scores a whole lot. Nashville does not score a whole lot. They do play good defense, have pretty decent goaltending. But tonight is probably on a back-to-back with some travel. You're going to see a backup goaltender in there who I believe only has played is uh, only played one game this year, had one start this year. So I feel confident laying the one and a half with a, a team as uh, with as much offensive firepower as the Oilers have. They've also played uh, a little bit better defense this year than they have in years past. It's kind of been their Achilles' heel. They've looked better on the defensive end. Uh, so I, I like laying the one and a half there. I think that was also at plus uh, like plus 120-ish. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was plus money. So I, I'm comfortable with that there. Uh, Hurricanes regulation win over my Blackhawks. Usually on the on this show, I'm guilty of being a little bit of a homer. I'm not going to do that here. The, the Hurricanes are the best team in hockey right now. They are 8-0-0, not even a, an, an overtime loss in there. They have not lost yet. They're coming in to play my 1-7-2 Chicago Blackhawks, who while they have looked better lately, are just not a team that stacks up very well against Carolina as deep and as fast as they are. They did play this game, I believe it was on Saturday in Carolina. Carolina came out and won six to three. 
Uh, did think about going with the over and the, the first period over, but that was not uh, not on the board yet, so I couldn't get that. But last time these two teams played, it was four to two after the first period, so a first period over might be fun to to get in on. But a regulation win with an eight zero and zero team over a one seven and two team at minus one ten, I just I think is too good to pass up. Uh, it's just about even money, so I'm gonna lay that uh, lay that total with the Hurricanes, and then I was also looking at some first first goal scorer total, similar to, to your first touchdown prop. Uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't you did that, that's the the odds are always gonna be a little bit better there because you know you got you know, the, the running backs that's are getting you know, plus 400 or, or whatever. The best player goal scorer in the game tonight, Sebastian Ajo for the Hurricanes, is at plus 1100. I was thinking of going a little bit there. Get Patrick Kane down and around plus fifteen hundred. So I think I might I think I might pick out a couple first goal scores. Please. In honor of your first touchdown score bets. Maybe I'll tweet out my picks there from the uh, from the Betsbirds account, see what I can't get. I think that's my uh that's probably my play for tonight when I go to the game to have a little bit of action on it, other than yes, I, I think for my team. I think you should spend some time this afternoon. Put a little blog together on Betsbirds for, for the I like people because we for do, me, just you, for me. Even if you have it, I promise you're, you're at least on, one click. You're big on the, uh, the the long shot, you know, the plus 5,000, plus 4,000 tight end if you can find one. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm thinking of, and if we win, if this wins, that I'm going to clip it. Um, Blackhawks defenseman Connor Murphy was at like plus 6,000. He's much more of a stay-at-home defenseman, but he's got a sneaky, decent shot. And he, uh, that was my, that that's my comp to your Kyle Rudolph pick. of he, like He's it. not a guy that scores a ton, but he's definitely a guy capable of it. And who knows? Maybe maybe a maybe a Connor Murphy at plus six thousand gets a nice little bounce in the slot and fires one. I'm all for a nice quick result. First touchdown score, first goal yeah. score, NBA first quarters. Let's get this stuff done. Watching the whole game is like for the it. birds, Matt. Couldn't agree more. Uh, all right, so we'll look for that. We'll look for that. But yes, it'll be another thing. I, I assume we, we can try to use that. Also, you can parlay that as well into another prize picks entry. But we got together as a team tonight, as I mentioned in the NBA. There's another game, a particular angle I like there. So I've got two picks there. So I'll leave that there, though. What do you tell us? What are we doing here? Who's this guy? This uh, this Leon Dressetti. Leon Dr- Leon Dreisaitl is how you pronounce the name. He is Dreisaitl. Uh, you you, oh, like you know Connor McDavid. I, I, I can old. assume you know who Connor McDavid is. Oh, Leon oh, Dreisaitl is the running mate to Connor McDavid. He is he's been a he's been a Hart Trophy winner. He's uh he's led the league in points partially because he plays with Connor McDavid. That helps. Um, but he is uh 17 points through eight games this year. He's got, I believe it is uh five goals in his last three games. He is as good as as good of a player as Connor McDavid is. Dreisaitl is more of the pure goal scorer, so I'm going to take his, his goal total. If I think the if I think the Oilers are going to score a few times tonight and, and cover that one and a half, I feel comfortable putting Leon Dreisaitl's over half a goal total in the, into a prize picks entries. In between him and McDavid, it's really most of my hockey plays this year when, when the Oilers are playing are going to include over on the goal total between one of those two. Uh, hopefully I pick right tonight with, uh, with Dreisaitl. I like that quite a bit. All right. So, Mr. Dreisel, I just learned something there. It's nice there to always go. learn something. Another hockey player in my arsenal of hockey players. I think I've just increased that. About Remember 10 that to 15%. one. That's, that's in, yeah, that's in the arsenal Dreisel. for when that comes up and when the Oilers come up in conversation. You can say McDavid and Dreisaitl. Who can beat him? So, the, the NBA bet I haven't made yet, but I keep circling around. And, and part of it is I did so bad with Nets totals last year in general. And, and the other part of it is I'm waiting to see what happens with John Collins tonight. But the Nets are playing the Hawks. It should be a really fantastic game. Uh, the matchup is really interesting. There's a lot of different ways these teams can push back and forth on each other. But if John Collins is out, he really is 
one of, if not the most important pieces to that Atlanta defense when it's all working together. His ability to guard multiple positions, he would be the primary Kevin Durant defender at this point. You know, if he's off the floor, there's a couple things that really fit in nicely. And even if he does play, I like a couple of these angles. I think that you look at Clint Capella, he's averaging over 15 rebounds a game. They've got him at 12 and a half here. The Nets are, are been playing Claxton more often. He's a little bit more of a traditional center, but not really anybody on that team that I, I see really competing for him on the offensive class. So I think he's going to pick up, you know, three, four, if not five boards there on that end. He should get his normal, you know, eight or nine defensive rebounds. And we're looking at over 12 and a half pretty comfortably. If John Collins is out, this will be a player prop, honestly, that I'll try to look maybe for some like alts on, see if I can get him for like 20 plus rebounds, something like that. It's just a perfect spot for him, A, to pick up the usage and B, to have the opportunity to clean the glass, given the other guys that are out there on the floor. And Trey Young, over two three-pointers. Um, I have him closer to two and a half, almost three three-pointers and kind of my older three-point model I've been dusting off this season. Just a bunch of opportunities again for him tonight. The Nets just really lack a dynamic guard defender. Bruce Brown does a nice job as a team. They have a lot of length, so they can create a lot of trouble. They've been playing very nicely together. Steve Nash and the, and the team there have done a good job of teaching them how to rotate, teaching them how to use their overall length in general. But I think Trey Young's going to get a lot of three-pointers up tonight, and I think they should fall. So we've got two there. And I had to ask you, Matt, to look this up. Do you know what happens if that pushes? Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think I've had that happen to me before. I believe it is just a case of that. Then your your play becomes this is similar to a, a like a parlay when you're, when you're playing on FanDuel or whatever, that that play just cancels out in the two that – if, if the two hit the one push, then you're credited with the win for the two. I believe that's, that's so the case. I'm not 100% certain on that. Uh, so anybody we'll in the comments, goes. feel free. But I, I think that's the case. I see a question there. Halt's asking about the Miami Heat. They sure do look like the best team in the East right now. But you got to remember, it's a long season. At some point, Kyrie Irving is going to come back and play basketball for these Brooklyn Nets. So I don't mind some Heat optimism. I don't mind having them you know, ranked as probably your best team night to night from a regular season perspective. But – it's November, folks. The NBA season doesn't really even start until Christmas, so uh, quite some time left, although the Heat look great, and I, I certainly can support back in them every chance you get for the next couple of weeks. I'm with you. I'll take your word for it. Speaking of taking my word, it's time to talk about some tennis. Now, it's your opportunity, really take Matt, your to, word to, to, learn, to learn about one. some stuff. So we've got a younger American here again. As I've mentioned, the women are kind of all over the place, just some smaller events. These are available. You know, the first one here is just about everywhere. The second one's about half of everywhere. But you know, we've got this WTA, the 125K or challenger level again, kind of AAA women's tennis, if you will. Robin Anderson, a really nice um, player, a younger player, sort of makes her bones at this level. I I'm not sure if she is ever going to take kind of the next step up to you know become somebody that is a WTA level player, but Really does well indoors, really does well in these hardcore tournaments here is playing Katarzyna Kawa, someone who's has played at a higher level this year, has certainly had some ups and downs and some very high ups this year, but overall is not as comfortable in these situations. Um, you know, it prefers slower surface, likes to be outdoors here. 
I have Robin Anderson, a three-game, almost three-and-a-half game favorite here. If you poke around, you can find some minus twos. The money line's right around minus 145. I have that at minus 160, so minus 145 is okay. But I like the two games here much better. Again, in general, it's better to sell. And I think in this particular matchup, if Anderson wins, she's going to cover this number pretty comfortably. And a bet I talked about yesterday, a smaller tournament in France. So, you know, we've got AAA women's tennis there. This is AA women's tennis, if you will. Um, Dodan here playing in doors again a great situation for her and her fellow countrywoman chloe paquette should be a fun match for the local french crowd they generally show up and, and are supportive of these matches so um it'll be a pretty good atmosphere this one will start shortly after we finish the show talked about this yesterday go ahead and look for dota minus two minus two and a half games there so um, a couple tennis picks for you this afternoon and how about the matchup well, that's, that's the one thing I love about your tennis bets is a lot of them are, hey, this is starting pretty soon after the show starts, so go get your bets in. And I, I have something to, to keep an eye on and track if I want to while, while I'm working right after the show. Maction uh, was one and two last night. Um, I, I the, the All underdogs covered and two won outright, so that was a little bit of a surprise. I, I did have Toledo laying the eight and a half. I liked that. I, I liked Toledo. They had a, as, as uh, right as the first half was expiring, they, they hit like a Hail Mary. It wasn't even a Hail Mary. It was lost coverage and basically typical Mac defense. A receiver snuck behind. They hit a long touchdown pass to make it 35-24 going into the locker room. It got called back from a penalty. Um, and and kind of after that point, Toledo just, they, they lost all momentum and then Eastern Michigan kind of took over from there. So that was not the reason they lost, but that was that that was a uh, that, that was a tough break for me in that bet. Uh, but the but the other ones, Ohio won outright. Uh, Ball State did not hit that thirty-eight and a half. Whatever, we're gonna move on. We're on to the next one. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the underdog in the first one. Central Michigan plus the ten and a half, uh, mainly because I don't want Reed to get mad at me and fire me if I were to bet against Central Michigan. So I'm going to take Central Michigan plus the ten and a half. They've actually played pretty good football as of late. They're coming off a tough one-point loss to Northern, who is uh, the best team in that conference right now. Uh, they're playing pretty decent football. Western Michigan's been up and down all year, so I, I feel comfortable with the with the hook especially. They're going on the road, but I feel comfortable with the hook um, on some Wednesday night mat- action with Central Michigan getting the 10.5. And, and then uh, Northern Illinois and Kent State seems like it's going to be a defense optional game. Both teams are averaging over 400 yards a game. I believe Kent State's allowing about – close to 450 yards a game defensively um kent state wants to move the ball really they want to want to run a really really fast offense keep the ball moving uh high pace as many plays as they can so i, I think this one's going to go over in uh, in a typical mac type game so I, I feel comfortable on wednesday night there taking the over 68 and a half sitting down on the couch well i won't tonight because i'll be in a blackhawks game but uh rooting for points in that one because there's nothing more fun than, than rooting for some points on, on wednesday night action not points. It's not action without some points, right? Uh, right? You would assume if there was again, not that sports games would ever be fixed or anybody would ever do anything like that, but maybe you'd have the refs out there that are a little less on the holding calls, you know. Yeah. Get the ball the nice the way the quarterbacks want it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. That, that that's why we tune in on nobody wants it. While they can be fun, nobody's tuning into Tuesday night, Wednesday night action for a for a 17 to 14 conquer. We want to see 
Excellent. Well, thank you, Matt, for joining us again. We'll be back tomorrow with a bunch more action. Again, check out Prize Picks. We gave you an entry today. Um, use the entry code BBB. You get the $100 initial deposit. There's always some fun stuff going on there. Uh, if you want to save it for tomorrow, I'm sure they'll have some sort of fun thing for Thursday night football. If not, we'll put some pressure on the folks there to maybe get something together. Of course, thanks as always to our friends, WinBet. We know it's Wednesday. There is no more WinBet Wednesday. We try keep trying to come up with some other thing, but all the same great offers you have there you get your risk-free bet um, as well i don't know if we've run out of fleeces yet but we'll check on that i'm sure that the folks uh matt and, and the other rooney's there will get together coming. and figure I think it we out have a store coming Ooh, i like that sounds good so yeah sign up for win bet sign up for prize picks give us lots of thumbs up and likes it makes andy feel better even though he's not here and we'll see you tomorrow